Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan should be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly lose the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan should be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly lose the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. Got the sniffles. Um, I um, uh, <laughs> <been there> forever. <laughs> I guess y'all know what that means. This means it's another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, which I'm gonna call it the podcast really? where he's supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John. Hello. It is I, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average, a.k.a. the guy no one knows, a.k.a. how to nate your dragon, a.k.a. Man, we got the Nate Pursuit, a.k.a. Alita Battle Nate, the Nate Movie 2, the second Nate, fighting with my Nate, nating with my family. Isn't it Nate? Okay. Isn't it Nate Tick? <sighs> what Nate want? Okay. Happy Nate Day to you. What Nate wants is Mahershala Ali. No, that's <laughs> you. Uh, the Nate side. And what is Run the Race? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a movie that somehow is in the top ten at the box office. Yikes. Let me look this up. But I don't know, but you already know. It's the Fitbit Messiah, the one and only. Uh. Roly before I look this up, you already know it's Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign, Kai Glizzy, uh, Gat Boy, Book Engaging K, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah. I already hit my You're I, fake. I'm well past my 10,000 today. Terry Hightower, Lucky. Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Cool Breeze. The Bachi Chef, Neon Ember, Raymond Kane, Uncle Hami, Hoodie K, The Big Man, Sweet Lady. Whoa, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Oh, man, did you, uh, I forgot Tyrese is on tour. I was going to go, but (laughs) I've been very awkward to go by myself. Yeah, it's a black tie concert, probably throw your panties up on stage. Nah, nah, I'd be very in the nosebleeds with my hands crossed, sitting down the whole time, (laughs) just trying to hear some good music. Uh Uh-huh. All right, have you seen any new movies since the last time we did this thing that we are doing here currently? I've seen, this, this had to be... Happy Death Day to you. We talk about that on this? Nope. Okay. Seeing that. And then other than that, I, cause I didn't go this past week. So, yeah. Uh, we at home watched This Is The End and something else. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Watch This Is The End. 
That's a hilarious joke yeah, right there. That movie's still funny. That was first time. Uh, Milkshake's seen it all the way through. Uh-oh. And she, she actually liked it. Uh, didn't she not? Didn't she don't really like Seth Rogen that much? Uh, yeah, she likes him more now. Oh, okay, she, now she's she seen more movies. Yeah, she's super bad. Not for one, she really likes uh, what's it called? What's the movie called? The night before. So, and she said Super Bowl's funny. So basically, she a big fan. Is <laughs> <laughs> the night before her favorite of his movies? I ain't never asked her. But her favorite of certain types of movies are always very different than yeah. what the average person says. Because so. Night Before is funny. But that, I could I would, ve- that could very well be your favorite. Because <laughs> I would definitely not say that's my favorite Seth Rogen movie. But it is funny. Because she's seen Superbad, Pineapple Express. Tried to get her to watch Green Hornet. Out of, <laughs> out of all this. Yeah, that, <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah, I, but. I haven't seen it in a while. All yeah. I remember is Homie had the two guns <laughs> on the one gun. Uh, night Before... She's she seen some other ones But yeah we she watched She's seen that. Knocked Up I'm not sure That movie is quietly even Not quiet I mean it's been years But that movie is very funny She's seen Zack and Mary Nah she definitely ain't seen that <laughs> yeah. I don't think She gotta see that Just so she could be <laughs> Taken aback <laughs> by What in the world yeah. is this that, that, That's a Kevin Smith movie Starring True. Seth True. Rogen yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can tell by the writing <laughs> Seth Rogen writes some raunchy stuff But not just blatantly, <laughs> like not nothing to it. Oh man! Yeah. Okay, and then she got to see uh, Driving Miss Daisy or whatever that movie was with that old lady. Nah, that <laughs> at all. I like uh, basically every Seth Rogen movie except for that one, <laughs> The Guilt Trip. That's yeah, did she see? Uh, Why did he do that movie? Bored. Must have wanted to work with whatever yeah. her name is. <laughs> what is that movie with Anna Ferris? Or he the the Flasher? Oh. Oh yeah, Observer Report. That's a good movie. She should. I'll show her that. that one. Yeah, that was very funny. That one's quietly funny. Yeah, that one's different. That's a dark movie. <laughs> uh, that what? Who's else in that? Michael Pena. Mm-hmm. His funny. first classic comedic performance. That's way funny. before Ant Man and all that. Happy Death Day. Yeah, I seen that as well. We can go ahead and talk about that. What'd you think of that joint? Uh, that sequel. That's. What is this? A side, this, this sci-fi, yeah, sci-fi, Back to the Future esque style movie. Let me just go start top of my notes. Uh, if if y'all ever watch stuff like Playing House or BFF, that was short lived on NBC and Bridesmaids. The lead actress looked much older than she normally uh, than she did in the first movie, but she also looked very similar to the actress Jessica St. Clair. I'm like, she looks... Their names are both Jessica. Uh-huh. But yeah, she looks very much older. And then, of course, I had to look up her age. She's in her 30s, I think. Um, the beginning of the movie was so rushed and done so corny that I'm like, huh, don't like this movie so far. Her acting was very, like, Disney. Um, her acting, it was very weird. And I think... I- I think she was nominated for a natty for the first Happy Death Day. Yeah, she wasn't for this one. Because you definitely yeah, will won't not be. Because <laughs> okay. I thought her performance was very good in that one. This one, her acting, was a difference. Yeah, her acting made me cringe. And like, who who was worse, her or the uh, Chinese dude? I think his name was like Fifu, <laughs> Fifu or something like that. It actually might have been her. Because I wasn't expecting much from him. As soon as he stepped on the screen, I'm like, oh, here we go. This, this type of performance. And it got to be him not in it as much as I would. Because I, I first would have came on, I'm like, he's the star? 
I was getting scared. Yeah, they really throw you for a loop with how much time they spent on him at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, like her the behavior, the character, like the stuff she was saying. It was funny when she when she was walking out, uh, trying to rush back to the lab when she was doing all her overacting and <laughs> cringeworthy stuff. She yelled "gay" in this dude's face. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> he was gay, and she was mad. That was nuts. That was, that that was funny. Um. The, she, mo- the movie got kind of good after they got all of that stuff out the way because um, that led up to this, the, all the scenes, different ways she was committing suicide. That was a great scene. That was clearly the best part of the and movie. And they, they got clever with that, did some different things you don't typically see in these movies, especially because it's like a sci-fi movie. I actually didn't fall asleep in this movie. Which, Me neither. Which that is kind a shock. Um I feel like it sh- probably should have been called like Happy Death Day Part Two, because this comes right at like right after, and it's the exact same story off of the first one. Okay, so can you explain this to me? When d- does this literally take place? A day after the first one? It comes off exactly like it's a day after. Because I couldn't, I was having the hardest time trying to follow because they was throwing some very unnecessary jargon in that movie that was making it difficult for me to comprehend. That's why I was saying it should be called part two because it's literally like takes place all at the same time. Right. And they had the same clothes on. Uh huh. And they, but they were acting like they've been together at least that's what was a couple weird. weeks or something more than and just a day of. that's true because, which is, I don't know why they would have it like that because when he, when the Asian dude was coming in, that was like the change in the time continuum from the first movie. Like that's like she had just woke up and stuff. I believe is yeah. what they were saying. And she was kissing old dude as if they was together for a while. And the way they were talking to each other, like they, like she, she would have had to explain everything that happened to her within that that time frame. About fifteen seconds. And, and if you look at the other movie. Like they had, they conversated after the uh, that whole incident. Like every after she fixed everything and whatnot. Yeah, that don't really make sense. So, my it's they could have easily said it in the movie. I was just distracted nah, by hey. some other stuff they were saying. Why was she? Why were they? Why was she dressed the same? Yeah, that was the, the whole clothes thing was throwing me off. <laughs> that was, that's pretty weird. <laughs> so I did like in the movie where she said, "Let me finally get out of these same clothes yeah, I literally I like been that. wearing Point for that the out. first the whole movie and a half." Yeah. Yeah, but like we talked about, it's not really a slasher or a horror or a scary movie or nothing. It's a science fiction movie. So if even if you're expecting what you saw in the first movie, it's not even that. Oh, my God, I hear something. Yeah, it's, it's not even that. So don't yeah. think you're seeing a scary movie. You ain't got to worry about no jump scares. No, nah. no, nothing. It's not even a. Not even really a killer in this movie. No, no it's, it's definitely not a thrill. That's why I definitely didn't like this one as much as I liked the first one. I thought the first one was really good. It made the it first surprising. one really good. It was, um, it was entertaining, but you also have that that thrill of like, who is the killer? This yeah. one, we're so uh, forced to try to care about piecing together how these <laughs> these whole timelines and these different that dimensions to, that you don't know who the killer is. Yeah, that, like that's just the like kill, it's not really a killer in this one. Yeah, like the reveal of who the new killer is in the new dimension. For one, it was so predictable because if you watch the movie, they oh, yeah, show they kept, this, kept doing it. Yeah, they like they show this person 
and he this person has nothing to do with the story. They just randomly will yeah, show him at times. That's pretty weird. So if you put two and two together, like why is this camera focusing on him at random times but not showing bringing him up or her up? So you know it's predictable. And then it was also confusing because at the beginning where you see a killer from or the the Asian dude, his killer, see who that is, then you're confused a little bit. You're then you want to know like, all right, will they explain? Well, they explain this, and they don't, and then they go on and move on to the girl storyline and completely forget about the Asian guy storyline. That is, yeah, that's oh, weird. I just, it's annoying. They distract you with too much stuff instead and of focusing on one thing. They forced it. How come the little explosion that happened in the lab took him out of the the loop? Just uh, <laughs> and shot it to her. How did it jump? How did it jump out of somebody's body? They try. See, that's why I don't. That's why I didn't like this movie as much because the logic. That was so crazy, and she was mad. She was yelling at him. Of course, she doesn't know what's going on because he doesn't have that loop in him no more. The, lo- the logic was just crazy. The first one, it didn't try to explain much to you. It just wanted you to think that, that that's bad. I'd rather have that because yeah, like just this for one. Somebody, you just- <laughs> yeah, you just go sing. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, what happened? The, you know, the fact that they could even, like a, a little college student could just build that. Something that a... Uh, yeah, they some geniuses. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that's, that's and I didn't like the one dude, his one friend. I typically <laughs> yeah. don't like friends in certain type of movies. Yeah, his friends tried to be funny, but it really wasn't working. But yeah, like the first one, the first one was simple. It just went with this concept and you just were forced to believe it because they weren't going to explain to you the reasoning behind it. This one went in and tried to give you reasoning behind what was happening. And then that's when you start screwing things up. And Um, they had the nerve to have after credit scenes. Yeah, I didn't want to see that because that set up a sequel that (laughs) I ain't really necessarily in the mood for now. The way way it's set up was so crazy. Like, it's getting too sci-fi instead of... Had them pull up. They need the information on how this stuff works. Like, they're a super team now. And they... (laughs) They're not uh, fast and furious. They're a super you can't team. Do that. <laughs> they are super a time traveling super yeah, team. It's going to happen in the next one, but with if there's how much did this movie make? This movie ain't making that much. Okay, money. So I mean, compared did. to the first one, it, it definitely going to get its budget back because you know, these budgets are super light. You see the cast. Yes, it don't it don't cost <laughs> them anything to make these. The budgets on these be like five million dollars. But you can see you can see the excitement definitely wane compared to the first one. Yes, I don't want to see a third one, especially because it's going to be with that other girl. It better not. Even though she is the funniest character in those movies. She put on an active performance when she was playing the blind girl. Yeah, that was funny. I mean, it was funny, but then it wasn't funny. Yeah, because the, uh, the the man actor was like a bumbling. He was like a... Like, what is the... He was like a Saved by the Bell <laughs> character. Yeah, where'd y'all get some of these actors from the 90s? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, the writing and stuff is pretty weird. Um, but yeah, I also... And it definitely wasn't as funny as the first one. Definitely not. What also was uh, bothered me was... When old girl, whatever the lead character's name is, <laughs> don't remember it, where she had to remember all the formulas every time she would uh, oh, wake yeah. up and have to explain all it to the nerds. I was like, there's no way her character can remember all <laughs> these formulas. <laughs> it's not like she could put the paper in her pocket yeah, and man. take it with her when she re-wakes up on the same day. That was so crazy. That bothered me. What else do I have? Oh, yeah, I said they don't waste time getting into some confusing science jargon to explain stuff. I feel like I should have rewatched the first one, but nah, they do what the trailer did and they recap everything for you real quick. Um, said that. Oh, her name is Tree. That's right. Uh, said that. We talked about that. 
talked about that. Boom, boom. Yeah, this was so. Uh, I like the first one better. Yeah. By a lot, and I was disappointed in this one. All right, you said that's all you saw. Yeah, that's all I saw. Oh, you didn't see the Lego movie? Nah, I didn't get to. All right, I saw that. Where are my notes for that? Did I delete it? Yep, deleted it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because I forgot. Oh, yeah, the review of that is on icmovies.wordpress.com. I'll start out quickly by saying that it's not as good as the first one. Still funny, and the creativeness is still there, but what just made the first one like fresh and innovative is not there, but they you can see that they're definitely trying. Um, Tiffany Haddish, I didn't think she was going to be good as a voice actress. She proved me wrong. <laughs> she was she was cool. Like she, her, you know how she's like animated in the way she talks. She wasn't as animated, but when she was, it fit like her character. This movie had two noticeable songs that stood out. The one with Tiffany Haddish's character was funny, and there's another one that sounds like T Pain did it. He easily could have. I'm not looking it up, but they none of them where everything is awesome. There's a funny Lego actor cameo by a famous actor that I thought was good. There is a twist regarding one of the characters that I thought doesn't really make sense when you actually delve into it, but the movie makes a joke about things not making sense and just like rolling with it. So I've, it fit. So that's what I did. Just roll with it. Um, there's a. In credit song done by Lonely Island that is very funny. Made me want another Lonely Island album. They're going on tour. About to say, like, they're going on tour, so are they dropping another album? Um, the movie, like I said, is funny, it's clever, it's creative, and, you know, it's enjoyable throughout, but it just is not all those things to the level the first one was. The story's not as good as well, but the message behind the story, even though it takes a second to, like, fully grasp that it is, you know, a well-done message... It's, it doesn't hit you immediately like the first one did. The voice cast was great, especially Chris Pratt, who had to pull double duty. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's a great movie. It's just not as awesome as the first one was. But shout out to Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who just won an Academy Award uh-huh. for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. These guys created yet another great script. This, these guys don't really miss. So they need to be start being talked about as uh, some of the greatest filmmakers out there doing it right now. Because all their movies... Of recent, mind you, I never watched uh, how to, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs or yeah. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. <laughs> but there's no way they can go from doing that and then do, doing like Lego Movie and the uh, the gap between those movies being very drastic. So I'm assuming those movies are probably actually good. So if we're saying that these guys got a nice little winning streak, so I'm I'm really looking at Star Wars like. Y'all couldn't have made solo work with them behind the camera, but <laughs> whatever. Let's um, see. Keeping it pushing at the movies. I watched Code Pursuit by your boy Liam Neeson, the alleged nah. quote unquote <laughs> racist. Um This movie wasn't whack. It just like Logic was just not a part of this movie's forte. Just to confirm some information, uh, yes, that is T Pain. Okay, on the soundtrack. Cool. I was like, either that's T Pain or somebody doing the very best T Pain impression they could think of. It was also weird. Like Batman's character, he didn't feel like he had his own solo movie. 
<laughs> like his solo movie was very good, but the way he plays, like he's a main character in this, but he also fits in with the ensemble. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it just really didn't feel like he had his own movie before this. Even though they did make a joke about him being gone for a, a, a movie related reason in one scene. <laughs> um, all right. So it's with Cold Pursuit, the movie is very ridiculous why certain things in the movie happen. But, you know, with the movie not having logic, it's not boring. So my notes I got for starters, the area that they live in. I don't understand why anybody would ever want to live in that area. It is so <laughs> much snow like. Liam Neeson, his character, one of his jobs is the snow is so high that he has to take his little uh, his little car uh, shoveler, whatever those things are called, <laughs> and he has to make a way so people like behind him will just follow him through as he's clearing the path so they can get to like work or whatever. And he has to do it like every day, and I think that's very weird. Once again, Liam Neeson's character wants revenge. He loves revenge. Yeah, so he lo- we so we now know that he loves revenge in his movies and also in real life. <laughs> so when I was watching this movie, I started I was like, all right. So now I get what he was trying to say in his, um, in his unnecessary interview where he revealed how he was going after a black guy trying to kill him. It's still very wrong that he said that, but I understand how he was saying that revenge is not good because in this movie, him going the way he was going after revenge. It didn't help things, and it wasn't smart, so it wasn't something he should have done. So he's him saying revenge is not always good. You know, it made sense what he was trying to say. He just didn't have to add the real-life details in his little spew. But, um, all right, so the reason that uh, – so I don't know if people know the plot of the movie. Something happens to his kid. He mm-hmm. goes uh, wanting to get revenge on – what happened to him? We meet his son – for literally five seconds before he's offed. Okay. So, it's, so we don't grow to really care about him at all. We don't even know him. Like so, widows with the, uh, yeah, with with the, the husbands. Yeah, so that's annoying. Like, So if I'm going to have to watch a movie where this guy is going around trying to get revenge on this person, I at least want to meet him for at least five minutes. <laughs> so that we literally don't know anything about his son. So then when Liam Neeson literally does this ridiculous things, no, nothing that fit the character of his uh of his of his character up until then. So it's all confusing. Like why is he doing this? His character seems like he wouldn't do this. And it makes it even more annoying because who he's doing it for, I don't really know nothing about. So I don't really I'm not really into this whole aspect of it, but the fact that he was doing it kept the movie kind of interesting. Um I think his character's name was Nails, but don't quote me. <laughs> uh the score is weird and upbeat. Just it didn't really fit to me. There were some quick cuts and some scenes that was driving me insane. The movie got kind of distracted by this whole uh, these whole mob families warring against each other. The villain in this movie he was overacting something crazy, and it was bothering me. The cops in this movie they keep showing them, but they literally do nothing. Shout out to Emmy Rossum who Rossum who played a cop. I never seen the trailer for this movie, but when I saw she was in this movie, I was like, I bet she playing a cop. That's what she played, <laughs> but it was very pointless. <sighs> like they literally would show up after something happened, and nobody would ever feel like any effect or any threat from the cops. They were just literally there to say, all right, if all these bad things are happening, we gotta have cops in the movie. So yeah, so um, this movie will be very forgettable once yeah, the month rolls along. Uh, next up, I watched another forgettable film by the name of The Prodigy. It's the horror flick with the psychopath kid. Oh, yeah. 
The only thing that saved this movie from being a complete, uh, just a forget, uh, piece of forgetful work is it had a dark ending. Other than that, I would. I mean, I already going to forget about the movie, but the fact that it had a dark ending made the movie have a little more saving grace. First up, I'm tired of horror movies killing dogs and cats. It's always <laughs> something like that. You're like, oh, this kid's crazy. That's how what he's going to do. That's how it can be uh, gut-wrenching for the audience because you know the audience is going to be like, <gasps> you can kill a human all day. Yeah, but <laughs> killing a dog, a whoop de doo And when they was building up to the scene, I was like, we ain't seen a dog in scenes. <laughs> so I know that's what y'all going to find, and it's really going to push you over the edge about this kid. So, you know, you see a dead dog. Unfortunately, it's annoying. Um, the whole build-up, like, once you... Okay, the movie starts out with two random things happening. So, you, of course, you're going to figure, like, all right, somehow down the line, we're going to figure out that these two things go together somehow. But how exactly do they go together, you don't really know. You can kind of put it together, but you don't know. So then it starts to slowly build up that the kid, there's something wrong with the kid. But, you know, you would think you would hit different pointers of him doing really crazy stuff to... For the parents to really be like, this kid is nuts. But they don't really, he doesn't really do anything he, crazy, like entertaining crazy. Like the only two bad things he does is he kills a dog and he beats one of his uh, st- um, classmates up with a wrench. That's, that's <laughs> about it. So everything else is just like, okay. When you find out what's wrong with him, I'm like, okay, that's a good little um, reasoning instead of it just being um, uh, just a demonic random presence just overtook his body the they go more in depth with it and i thought that was a good reasoning there is a there was a um a scene in the movie that i was laughing very hard at because (laughs) i'm childish and (laughs) there was some very gross dialogue that this kid said and it was detailed it was so nasty i was rolling it's it's a part of this one uh regression scene where he's sitting down talking to this adult it was very, I thought it was very entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's just one of those forgetful uh, horror flicks. It wasn't bad, but it also wasn't memorable, so boom. That's one of the movies that at the end of the year when we wrapping up the all uh, the movies for the year and you say that movie, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Well, it wasn't for a Lasher movie, but I was looking back at something from 2016, and I was skimming through my list, and I got to a film by the name of Rough Night. I was like, what is that? (laughs) I had to look at my notes, and then I saw a name. I saw Scarlett Johansson. I was like, what movie? Is that with Alana Glazer? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, what movie did Scarlett Johansson do that's called (laughs) Rough Night? And then I was like, oh, that, uh. That fake girl strip. <laughs> yeah. Or that white whack girl strip. Yeah, whack girl strip. Um, yeah, so that movie was that. There was some tension that was built, but like I said, ultimately it's forgettable. Next up, I watched How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Fell asleep on this movie. <laughs> so, you know, take that as you may. This, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Movie's good. But it ain't as good as the second one. And mind you, I was looking back at my list of like Blu-rays, and I have the second one on Blu-ray. I got it ranked pretty low compared to some other movies, but I still think it's an enjoyable film. And I don't think this one lived up to it, but I don't know how to how it should have went about improving. It just didn't have that like that oomph, that it factor about it. And I think it played everything a little too safe. Like the villain, they was building him up to be like. All right, he's about to be a good villain for the third and final film. But then when he like pulls off his little scheme, 
things get reversed so quickly. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we didn't even get to sit with the fact that he just did this thing. Neither did the, the characters. It just everything reversed so fast. It was it was it was like they was focusing mainly on like the growing. You could tell there was like a growing divide between Hiccup and Toothless. How you know they've been friends for so long, but maybe their lives are starting to separate. So they was focusing more on that and less of the tension in the movie, I guess. So again, I mean, if that's what you really want to see, it's cool. But I just don't think they balanced it correctly. It was funny, like uh, Jonah Hill. He was funny in the movie. Kristen Wiig was funny. Like just all those those idiot little uh, Viking friends that uh, Hiccup has. They were funny in the movie. I thought it was very odd how his mom didn't play that big of a role in this movie when she played a big role in the narrative for the second one. Like, she's in the movie. She just plays a background character. I thought she should have been more in the forefront. If uh, you, if we want to be technical, Jonah Hill is in the lead for uh, our little MVP awards we do at the end of the year. Because Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. Man, how to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> he got two of the best <laughs> movies that came out. Two or my two favorite movies that came out this year. He got are two, two animated movies he was two in. Movies. Um, <laughs> the movie has an emotional ending that I expected it to go the exact way it went, but it still hits because if you're a fan of this this franchise and you like enjoyed all the movies, you'll definitely you know you'll be there for all the fills when it happens at the end. So the movie's good. I just once again I was expecting to enjoy it more, especially with this being the the finale for such a great franchise, especially animated franchise. And it looks the animation of course is great. I expect nothing different. Alright, now on to a movie that these aren't Blu rays or movies at the theaters, these are movies I saw. Now, I'm mature. So I can speak of this movie easy. You I'ma say the title of the movie. Uh, I'm gonna let you get your jokes out, because I know you're a child. Let's hear this. <sighs> So for the first time ever, I finally watched Brokeback Broke Mountain. Mountain. I knew it. <laughs> I, right. I knew it was either that or Moonlight again. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and get your jokes out because you're mature. Got, I ain't got nothing to say. Uh-huh. I know you're going to be snickering. <laughs> no what? candy bar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I finally watched Brokeback Mountain. I was like, I ain't okay. seen this movie. It's about time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Alone. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, the dog and the cat were there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I watched it. For one, it was so hard trying to find this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Because it wasn't, it's not on Netflix no more. It's not on no streaming platforms. <laughs> the only way you can watch it, if you like buy it off of iTunes, you buy it off of YouTube. I was like, so I was struggling. I was like, I'm about to have to legally download this. <laughs> so I was like, Oh yeah, I got the fire stick. We're gonna illegally stream it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I went to, I typed it in, mm-hmm. hit the link, hit the link for the link. Okay. The thing froze. Okay. That's <laughs> took me all the way back to the, the homepage of the fire stick. <laughs> that's the first sign. I was like, Y'all don't want me to watch this movie. Y'all ain't gonna stop me from watching this movie. So I hit the link again. <laughs> the, the the link where all the movies and shows was at. The thing just was unjailbroken. Okay, <laughs> so, see <that's>, so <laughs> you can't like, get broke back. You probably went to the library. <laughs> nah, I was that desperate. So I was like, all right, it's a Dunsey for, for this day. <laughs> Told Brianna, you'll fix a fire stick. And she said, why don't you fix a fire stick? And I said, the last time I tried to fix a fire stick, I messed it up even more. <laughs> and we don't have that fire stick anymore. So you got to do this one. So she fixed it, kind of. It still was working very slow, so then I proceeded to try to illegally download it. It was taking so long on those measures. 
I was like, I have set out to watch this movie. I want to watch it. So then finally, I got it figured out on the fire stick. So then I, mind you, all this, this day I finally watched it. It took me like two hours to actually watch it before it started. All right, so I watched it. I'm sitting there. Enjoying yourself. I ain't got, the movie wasn't whack. Okay. But I wouldn't say it was good. Only and only reason not enough naked uh, Jake and okay, Heath. one was it Heath Ledger? Yes, all right, Heath. Only what was they naked? It was naked like no, nah, they was naked like twice. Of you don't see nothing, but they was naked like twice. There was one scene where just Jake was bent over the river. <laughs> and then the one t- one scene they came out the tent. It was horse playing something <laughs> serious. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is a this is a stereotype scene because they literally came out the tent butt naked. It was wrestling. Ooh, <laughs> I was man. Like, all right, this is that this was is, your favorite. This scene. isn't serious. <laughs> but uh, you know, the movie was it was cool. I just don't understand why they didn't to me show how they were really in love. Why is it called that? Oh, because every because they all right, they had this job. They met on this job, and the job was at Brokeback Mountain. So they spent like months together at this job, and that's you know where they quote unquote fell in love. love. But I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see no sort of sparks flying between them. So then they end up leaving there. They each get married, and then they see each other for the first time four years after that. So the only thing they can think of is uh, I'm gonna tell them our, our wives are going on this fishing trip. So then they meet up at a hotel or motel, and then from then on they meet up for fishing trips. But it's just them doing camping trips at Brokeback Mountain. That's the only time they ever see each other. Interesting. So, but yeah, so they when you first when they first start interacting with each other, and then they do the deed, and then after that they uh, interact with each other. But you don't see no sort of like. No, no love. Like they are very aggressive with each other. They punch each other in the face. <laughs> they shove each other. Okay, that's how you show your love. <laughs> yeah, this is a very abusive two. relationship. <laughs> when they uh, go their separate ways, they don't know how to say that they're going to miss each other or that they want to see each other again. They just speak it all, man. Who are super straight. Like even after they did the deed, they was like Heath Ledger was like, "I ain't queer." And Jack Gyllenhaal was like, "Very defensive. I ain't queer either." <laughs> <laughs> so that was them having the conversation. But then, like after they see each other four years later, um, Heath Ledger like runs down the steps to him like a gay little girl, and, like Spike Lee up to Samuel yeah. Jackson, uh, and they do <laughs> like stage. like boxers when they're like like trying to like tug each other and like hug each other, prevent each other from swinging. That's what they did. And then they Yuck. they kissed. But then their kisses are so aggressive. Like <laughs> It's like they're headbutting each other. That's how they kiss. And, and from then on, every time they meet each other, they're just arguing about why they can't just, you know, actually be together. Why are they taking so long to see each other? <laughs> and then their last interaction is, you know, doesn't end on the best note and then something happens. So, you know, they never get the that happy closure and of course you know you can predict once that happens and one of them feels bad and you know starts feeling like they would have done things differently blah blah blah. so the only problem is they just i never see how they are so in love with each other but then they say like yo every time i'm not with you i just it hurts so bad because i miss you so much i'm like i don't see it y'all y'all not showing each other that and then i thought it was also cool how angly like the movie takes place over 20 years, but he'll That's never, crazy. he only tells you once the movie starts what year it is. From then on, he doesn't tell you the year. And so you just go with the flow of what's happening in the scene. And I think that's different from, you know, just showing something and then being like, 
bam, 1973, and you, you know, different stuff happens. He uses context clues like Jake Gyllenhaal growing mutton chops or Anne Hathaway, her like her life changing drastically from when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character Jack Twist uh, would uh, once he met her, like her hair changes, her job changes, Heath. You know, his character, how his life goes to, you know, a downward spiral with him and his wife and his kids. Also, in the movie, Kate Mara plays one of his kids. Um, <laughs> no. Their like, age difference don't seem that drastic for her to be. not. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time that he played, that she played his kid in the movie, I think his character had him in like 40-something. So she was either in her high teens or somewhere. <laughs> but when they made this movie, he was like 25, yeah, 27. He was young. So it was still not enough difference, but... <laughs> Oh no, the movie was cool. I'm, I didn't see how people were outraged that it didn't win uh, that best uh, best picture that year when Crash won. But I could kind of see how those two actors were nominated for their respective Academy Awards. So I watched that finally. So then that made me get in the mood to watch Moonlight. No. The Dark Knight. So, uh, yeah, you, you're trying to uh, wash a taste out your mouth. Nah, I was just sitting there like, this is the dude who played Joker. I was like, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got to see Dark Knight again. <laughs> so I'm watching Dark Knight. I'm like, I am just so baffled every time I watch that movie, and I think to, this is Heath Ledger who was playing this role. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I, it, it, I'm really in shock every time I watch that movie because. <laughs> His, from down to his mannerisms to his voice. I don't know how he got. He did. He must have did good in that audition. That's. I need to figure that out. Like, what did Christopher Nolan see in him? Did he, he let him come? He was like, he's young. You got to give him a chance. So then I like looked up the movies that he did before um, Dark Knight, and ain't no, none of those movies. Yeah, screen. nothing say <laughs> he, he should did. be able to play this villain. He did. Like he did. That, that is crazy. Like it's hey, not if, even this. The if fact he that, didn't die, there would be some people not in certain movies because uh-huh, he. Because he showed he's a great actor, like in Brokeback, he was pulling his Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born and Vin Diesel in every Vin Diesel movie. Uh-huh. The way he was mumbling through yep. his role, <laughs> but he still had it like the same like tone and like dialect, and his voice was the same as it normally is. Then you watch that, and then you watch him in Dark Knight, and the way he speaks is completely different, as if he's some super foreigner who be coming over here stealing all the American uh-huh. roles, speaking an American. And he just and just the way he act like the way he acted from the way he walked like I ain't I've never seen him like do that so it'd have been crazy even if he didn't have the the Joker makeup on to believe that was Heath mm-hmm. I'm like that is that's why I think that's like if it's not one of the best performances it's definitely one of the best performances I've ever seen because he truly got lost in that role that movie's still great to this day and mm-hmm. boom. So then that made me it didn't make me watch it but it was ironic that the next movie for my Blu-ray marathon was Suicide Squad. <laughs> nice little <laughs> nice little transition for you. Watch uh, Jared Leto kill it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that, that ain't a good time to watch that yeah. one. You can't you should not watch Suicide Squad after Dark Knight cuz it you really look at Jared Leto a certain way like you're you, a bad actor. You stop. <laughs> <laughs> like boy oh boy did he overdo it. Yeah. He tried so hard to joker it that he overjokered it. And then well, you know, we, we talked about Suicide Squad constantly on this thing, how, you know, it wasn't very good. Yeah. You know, Will Smith and Margot Robbie saved it. But then if you take a break from that movie, you know, years has been. I ain't seen it since 2016 mm-hmm. when it came out. It's 2019 right now. And you watch it again, just sit back. I'm just sitting back and like, 
Like the storyline of this movie is trash. And that's one of the worst <laughs> out of all the superhero movies. <laughs> this movie kind of stinks. It is bad. Like Will Smith, I was Will Smith had some lines in that movie. I was like, if Will Smith didn't like pull his Will Smith, yeah, you gotta and, will it and, and like <laughs> pull these lines out of a hat, this movie would be even worse. Because yeah. there was one scene where he told Rick Flag or whatever Joe Kinnaman's character's name was, he was like, "That's your girl, right? Like, go up there, smack her on the." But until it chill out, <laughs> just the way he said it, and in the like the time of the movie, he said it felt so out of place for a character to say that. But it was so Will Smith to say that. I was like, so this is why. Like, I'm really mad that Will Smith kind of did this movie. It feels yeah, very weird. Didn't. That should not have been his superhero movie. Just and then seeing him and Harley Quinn interact with each other so much felt so forced because they are the two stars of the movie. <laughs> uh, like that is awesome. It just feels very weird. Yeah, it don't make no sense. <laughs> Because it's like, we got Will Smith and Mario Robbie. Right, they, it don't they, matter what characters they, <laughs> the they decided to play because they're the famous ones that call the shots. They, now we have to force these two characters that probably don't interact that much in the comics. We got to make it like that in the movie. They did it way too much. It didn't fit the Enchantress yeah, storyline. Oh. I, I try to ignore it. That's, <laughs> oh, that's the worst. God. That's that's what made me think, uh, what's her name's a bad actress. Cardella, yeah. Because then she, she also had the movie with... Uh, Face, Yo, sick boy. Yeah. <laughs> what is that movie? Harold Valerina. Oh, Valkyrie. Nope. Valerian. Valerian. The city of a thousand planets or something. That's, <laughs> that's a title. That title that's too much title. <laughs> that title stinks. <laughs> but yeah, if you just would ever you if you ever watch this movie again after the initial, you know, it's all rushed. It's just, it is crazy. They have no chemistry. I ain't never seen a cast with <laughs> nobody got chemistry together. Nope. <laughs> Killer Croc is terrible. <laughs> he stinks. Uh, uh, what's his name? Diablo. He was just there. Yeah. He, Talking about just there. Katana. Is that what her name is? She was very much just there. I was watching the movie and forgot she was in, she was with the crew at the time. My favorite part was like Baron Host. And then they had the nerve to bring uh, the Native American dude with the cornrows. Killed that character off so fast. Yeah. His, that you know was, he was so weird. When they didn't run him through at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> They just brought him yeah, in. Like, you part of the crew. I forgot they did a little roll call. They're <laughs> like, we ain't about to make this movie three hours. Let's, let's. Hey, open up that joint. Introduce you to at least the two main villains. Uh, Harley and Deadshot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once you, whenever you watch this movie again. Just... I also forgot that I, I knew, um, what's her name? I knew Angela Bassett was in Green Lantern, but I forgot she was playing Amanda Waller in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now you got Viola. You got the other one. And Viola probably like, why'd I do this? Yeah, she was like, I just wanted to do something. Like, it sounded good. Will, Margot. I was about to say, it's hard to turn it down <laughs> if you see them names already on it. Yeah, David Fury's a good... Yeah, why do I keep calling him that? David Ayer. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's his movie. <laughs> yeah, he made good movies. He had Fury and to watch. He doing this villain movie. It's going to be like kind of the first of its kind, kind of. Yeah, that's gonna Got be Jared cool. Leto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have made me think this is like a real movie. <laughs> like, this is a real cast. Like, that a whack. And she probably heard that it was about to be Jake Gyllenhaal at one point. Uh, she's like, ooh, I'm really about to do but this. Then, and then she signed on, and then it was Joe Killman. And she's like, wait a minute. It, oh, this... yeah, cause Tom, oh, yeah, Tom Hardy was supposed to do it first, too. Uh-huh, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Yeah, she's she, like, like, this is a serious. I might get an Oscar for this. And then you start seeing the names dwindle. Okay, man. <laughs> like, okay, 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 he killed his, he killed his uh, tape, killed his audition. Joe, Joe Kenneman. 
Yeah, you forget that Jaya Courtney's in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you forget Flash got a cameo. Ben Affleck was basically a co-star. The way he was putting all the uh, villains in jail at a point in the scene. I forgot that he had a scene with Deadshot in front of his kids or oh, in front yeah. of his daughter. And that's how he got to jail. Forgot he saved Harley Quinn from drowning. Was No, Deathstroke was in Batman vs. Superman at the end. Was Justice League? It was. Yeah, wasn't he, it with Lex Luthor? Yeah, when he got on the boat, that was Justice League. Yeah. Oh, uh, Batman vs Superman. We got the bald head when they first when he was in jail. They first cut it or something like that. Yeah, that was at the end of the movie where he was okay. screaming the bells have been rung or something. I could have sworn. I don't know why I felt like that was. What was the end credit scene in Justice League? See, that's what I'm trying to. I mean, not Justice League, but Batman. Batman. Did it have one? That's why I thought it was that one. Because, yeah, Justice League was, yeah, he saw a bald-headed old uh, man on the boat, and he got super cocky again, and then that's, and they had Flash and Superman doing a little race. That was the Joss Whedon cameo that he threw in there. That's so whack. Because <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I thought that was, because you had uh, Joe Magnello on his little boat, mm-hmm. coming on, let's see. Took his little uh, little hood, or not hood, a little helmet off. Yeah, that was Justice League. That's when that's they when they set tried up. To... They got one done. They got one <laughs> villain set up, and he wasn't even really set up. We don't even know who he is. Basically, at the end of a Suicide Squad, they uh, had the end credit or mid credit scene with Bruce and Amanda Waller meeting and oh, him yeah. passing over the files for the Flash. And wow, and that's Aquaman. right. And then she that's tells whack. And she telling him you should probably stop working at night. And he said, you need to put her in your little team or we're going to have to end it for you. Basically, <laughs> you know, hitting that a Suicide Squad versus the uh, Justice League type of movie. <laughs> so This movie was getting way ahead of us. Yeah. I feel bad for Ben Affleck. He was doing do all this. Much. Yeah, he wasted his time. Yeah. Now it's going to look stupid over time. It you does. Look it's back, looks stupid now. Yeah, and it's only <laughs> three years removed. Like, oh, yeah, this is crazy. Like, I just I was just thought, like, I know this movie's like not that good, but. Got to be some sort of entertaining. Nah. I'm just watching like this movie. Generally, just very, it just kind of whack. This is go see it. Watch Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Yep. So right now at the, I keep like a list of all the Blu-rays I have, and it is towards the bottom. <laughs> and mind you, I got movies like The Final Destination, Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> Grown Ups, which age like milk. <laughs> yeah, age like a banana. <laughs> That movie was funny the first or two times I watched it. After that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is stupid. <laughs> so I got movies like that. And it's toward the bottom with those movies, and that's sad. When I was looking through my Blu-rays recently, I'm like, where did these movies come from? <laughs> like, don't remember getting John Wick. When did I get Kingsman? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I really don't. I, got, I don't even... I got John Wick too, but I don't got the first one. <laughs> I was just looking at this stuff like, I do not... I don't know how I got these. <laughs> oh, man. All right, then the last movie, finally. Also, <laughs> we almost an hour in. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> the last movie that I watched finally on Blu-ray was Logan, which I watched the newer version of because I forgot. Like, oh yeah, I never watched. Oh, yeah, they did put that on there. Yeah, the black and white one. So I watched that. That was dope. Movie's still great. Hugh Jackman did a great job for his last go. Daphne King was great. The movie had some nice violence. The only difference it was black and white. Right, black and white is you can't see. You know, the violence doesn't truly hit you because it's in black and white. Uh, but you can still see, you know, him clawing heads off, putting his his little claws through people's dome. <laughs> I forgot that um, Laura, how how violent she was because she was just uh, moving all quick when she was stabbing people. <laughs> so he was going against uh, Old Meadowhand, 
whoever Boyd Holbrook played in that movie, um, himself with X-24 going against some other things in that movie. But <laughs> that movie was still great, so I forgot how, how, enjoyed, how much I enjoyed it. So that was Logan, and that is all the movies I watched. So finally, before uh, we get to... You know, just anything about the Oscars that you want to bring up or a uh, bunch of topics that quickly give you uh, our opinions on. Got the last person for I'll name this bracket later. All right, Go. about to be moving on. Yeah, to, I now have to remember what the the, the bracket was about to be about. <laughs> but um, the person for this one, going back two weeks, was Taraji P. Henson. Okay. And we are doing her... No Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my gosh. We are doing her worst movie. Okay, let me see. And she has a big filmography. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. We got you ever see the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yep. <laughs> All right, that or Baby Boy. Cause I know you didn't see no movie called Streetwise or Satan's School for Girls. Nope. Uh Rocky and Bullwinkle's worse. But, but to say, it did you... have Keenan and Kel cameo in it. Who are back. Producing all, all that. that, yeah, I gotta see this. I I'm going to assume it's going to be whack, but I'm still <laughs> gonna get kids sketch comedy. Yeah, it, that's the only reason. <laughs> um, all right, Baby Boy or you seen something called Hair Show? Nah, I know you ain't seen no movie called Book of Love. The definite reason why men are dogs. No. All right, here we go. This is a battle. This is gonna be a struggle to pick which one's worse because these were both classic movies. Baby Boy or Hustle and Flow. Wait, I said, wait, is this is our worst movies? Yeah. So it's Rocky and Bullwinkle against. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's right. All right, yeah. Rocky and Bull. Okay, this is easy then. Rocky and Bull- <laughs> Rocky, the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle or Hustle and Flow? Yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and Bullwinkle or Four Brothers? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and Bullwinkle or something called Animal? Never seen it. Got Ving Rhames and Terrence Howard in it. Not clicking on it. Um, Something new? Don't know. Is that one of them like Josh Dumel or Catherine Heigl joints? Nah, this is Sanaa Lathan and who was that man? <laughs> I don't even know. Some white dude. Um, alright. Rocky and Bullwinkle or Rocky or Bullwinkle or Smoking Aces. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, you ever seen Talk to Me? Nah. Got Don Cheadle, Chiwetel, Edgy Four, and Cedric the Entertainer and Mike Epps. Oh yeah, I, I remember what that movie is, but I've never seen it. What about a family that prays? Nah. The curious case of Benjamin Button. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Has to, this is this about to be her <laughs> worst movie. It's not even something that really stands out. <laughs> not easily broken. You seen that? Nah. Uh, what about Hurricane Season? Uh, no, I ain't see that. And they got Bow Wow in it. Yes, it got Bow Wow I in it. Watch no movie with <laughs> Bow Wow in it. Uh, I can do battle by myself. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle, and that's a toss up. Cause yeah, I, mean, I shouldn't have said that so fast. Movie's <laughs> whack. Uh, date night. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, the Karate Kid. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, I don't know what peep the world is. Yeah, once no fallen. Nope. The Good Doctor, which I believe is now a TV show. Yep. What? I know this ain't based off no movie. What? Orlando Bloom. It better not be. I ain't even clicking on it because I'm about to get mad. Uh, you see Larry Crown? 
Nah, I know what that is, though. It seems whack. Kevin Hart laugh at my pain? As <laughs> Was she playing herself? Yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, Think like a man? Rocky and Bullwinkle. What the heck is Madly Madagascar? <laughs> Alright, Think like a man, too. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. No good deed. No good deed. I think that's really... Got Idris as the villain. Oh yeah, <laughs> I ain't seen that movie. I mean, I ain't—I don't remember Rocky and Bullwinkle, but I know No Good Deed was whack. <sighs> I just go with No Good Deed because I'm pretty sure I'll probably rather watch that yeah, than definitely. No Good Deed again. All right, No Good Deed or top five? Mm, worse. I ain't never seen No Good Deed, but I'm assuming that one's worse. Yeah. Even though I didn't love top five, but it definitely wasn't whack. Yeah. Um. Do 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 do. Hidden figures. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> or no good deed. No good deed. Yeah. No, hidden figures. Even though it's a fictional story, I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> it's like, uh, Proud Mary or no good deed. You didn't see Proud yeah, Mary. Yeah, I didn't see no Proud Mary. <laughs> no good deed is whack. I didn't see Acrimony. Ralph breaks the internet is much better than No Good Deed. Haven't seen What Men Want yet, so that makes Taraji P's worst movie, No Good Deed. And it was almost Rocky and Bullwinkle. She was Rocky and Bullwinkle and No Good Deed are her stingers. <laughs> All right, so we got our 64. Uh, we got the 64 movies. So just as a little toss, just a little teaser, I just want to see if you can name the person who matches up with this movie. Okay. Too hard. That one's too easy. All right, this this one's kind of difficult. The Man from Uncle. Whose movie is that? Henry Cavill's. Nope. He's in that movie, but it wasn't his movie. And I don't think it's Army Hammer's. Nope. That leaves one other person. You just got to think of the one other person who was the the famous lead in that movie. It had to have been a British woman. Am I correct? Is she British? Don't know, but she's definitely some sort of foreign. Who's in that movie? Who's the one? That's sad. I should be able to. <laughs> I could rattle off Henry Cavill and Army Hammer easy. The woman is. Nope. <laughs> e- e- uh, al- okay, you're getting close. Al- al- you're right there. With Michael Fassbender, Alicia Vikander. Yep, <laughs> that was her movie. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that's a little teaser. We'll see how hard that is. I had to rattle, had to rattle off three different. <laughs> um. All right, so let's quickly go over the Oscars. Did you like who won? Uh, not particularly. Not shocked by your boy. Who is my boy? You call him Hershey, but his name is Mahershala Man, Shout out to Mahershala for going two for two. Yep. Two Best Supporting Acting nominations. And in two movies that won Best Picture of yep. the Year. And he was just balling out of Division One college recently. Average three. <laughs> I'm going to highlight him stealing a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. That's crazy. He ain't aged. That means he must have looked old when he was, when he was young. So shout out to you. The same night he uh, won his Oscar. 
for Best Supporting Actor. His movie won Best Picture. His season finale of True Detective came on. He had a good night. And I heard that season's good. I'm going to marathon it here sometime. I don't know when. Um, who? Uh, what award were you most mad at? Uh, well, I was already mad at the nominations in general, so... Let me see. I, I don't. I don't understand why Rami Malek's performance is so loved, because this seems just like a Bohemian Rhapsody seems like a run of a mill. Every year, somebody has a biopic that comes out. So, because next they got the one on Netflix with Machine Gun Kelly in it. I don't want him in movies. No one. I, cause I, specifically because the way he talks about Eminem in a way yeah. as if Eminem is his son. When Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> sold what eight thousand in his first week, and Eminem yeah. just set a record for amount of um, for the biggest crowd in wherever his tour is currently at. I just don't like that. Uh, he just acts like he just uh, he just does what everybody does. They act like whatever somebody else is doing is whack, and whatever they're doing is clearly better. This is so crazy. He sold eight thousand copies, and that song was on the little EP he put out. He stinks. He it's, uh, he's just stinks. That's and all Eminem's it is. old album just streamed for the five hundred millionth time. He's, he he's, can't, can't, he can't he just can't say nothing. He stinks. I mean that's all it is. He stinks. And he must he clearly has a Netflix deal. <laughs> just like <laughs> King Batch and Noah's or whatever. He stinks. Alright, so you uh you weren't mad at I know you uh you like that Green Book one best picture. Not into that either because that also just doesn't seem like the movie that should be uh Winning Best Picture based on what the other nominees are. Yeah, it's definitely going to go down as one of the most forgetful Best Pictures. Yeah, Same boring. as Shape of Water. But yeah. you didn't remember that one <laughs> last year. Fish movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think Black Panther was going to win, but I thought at least A Star is Born had a good chance. But I feared. A Star is Born kept dwindling the closer it got to the Oscar time. That's crazy. And I thought it would just, it had it had the right formula. It was good. Mm-hmm. About music. Yep. I mean, somebody died. I mean, I thought <laughs> everything was working for it, but whatever. Uh, I was just happy Bohemian Rhapsody didn't win. Uh, their best director, I didn't really care about that category because Bradley wasn't nominated. Like you said, Rami Malek, his performance was only as beloved as it is because Bohemian Rhapsody is so underwhelming so that <laughs> his performance stands out. But I still thought that Bradley Coop or Christian Bell got robbed. Um I was afraid that Glenn Close was going to win Best Actress. I was rooting for Lady Gaga to win, but I wasn't mad that Olivia Coleman won. And she gave a very uh, interesting speech. You know, shout out to my Hirsch, as you call him, Hershey Kiss, because no, you saw that call, hat he had no, on. you call him Mr. Hershey. No, um, I was very upset, and I almost, I almost turned it off once Emma Stone did win Best Supporting Actress, <laughs> even though I knew she wasn't going to win. But, you know, shout out to Regina King, a.k.a. Riley and Huey. Mm-hmm. Um, best Adapted Screenplay. I was kind of surprised that Black Klansman won. Yeah, that sucked. Then I wasn't because, the, you know, the script that got the N-word in it the most usually gets the most awards. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we like reading that. That's fun. <laughs> it's our only chance to be able to say it or write it. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Congrats to Spike Lee with that one. Green Book. Like, come on. There's no. I, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> There's no way it's better yeah. than the favorite. Like, gosh, I, I gotta see this movie. I think it's like <laughs> PG or something too. So. No, that's crazy. Um, finally, they got it right with best 
uh, animate it and gave it to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, they they had to make make up for a Lego Movie. That is crazy. That, how yeah, it didn't get didn't even get nominated. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Oh my gosh, Shallow. Of course, that one. Uh, I wish that Kendrick would have performed, but he was like, I ain't, I'm not winning. I'm not yeah. going to this little... <laughs> I'm not even going to the war show. Scissor showed up, but he's like, I'm not even going. I'm yeah. wasting my time. <laughs> but we had to sit through our fight and when the cowboy trades the spurs for wings and that song yeah. for Mary Poppins. I was like, can we please? Why didn't Kendrick... Why couldn't he just stomp around on stage yeah. for like at least a minute? <laughs> we had to sit through all these whack songs. Um, I was really glad that Black Panther won Best Original Score. I didn't think it was, but... Yeah, my boy Ludwig got up on stage. He's had a very nice February for Black History Month. This white dude had a very uh-huh. successful... <laughs> he is Black History Month. Yeah, he's, he's got Childish Gambino's co-producer, yeah, Fruitvale, Creed, Black Panther. He just won Record of the Year, Song of the uh-huh. Year. He's having a good year getting him some trophies. He know what black people's like, eardrums. I, just, like, I know the exact bongos <laughs> and maracas and tambourines to hit. Uh, but then, yeah, then you have Bohemian Rhapsody winning best sound editing, best sound mixing, best something else, and it was just unnecessary. Yeah, best film editing. I was very upset that uh, Avengers: Infinity War didn't win best visual effects. See how something the whole movie is visual effects, but I wasn't surprised that the movie it went to was going to be First Man just because they got smart visual effects. Yeah, that's you what know. they prefer. They don't like the loud, yeah, All in crazy. your face. They want <laughs> stuff that looks real, but, you know, it's not real like Earth and the moon and space. <laughs> you know, stuff we've seen constantly now over the past few years, but whatever. But uh, You didn't watch the award show, did you? No, nah, I had to watch the clips afterwards because I was at the Travis Scott concert. Did you see um, the opening with Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, and I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Amy Poehler. Yeah, I tried to, for one. I tried to watch the uh, find the whole show so I can watch the whole thing while I was at work, but I couldn't find it. I'm like, huh? This stuff is usually easy to find. So then I just started pulling up the uh, clips on YouTube, and they didn't have stuff like that on there. <laughs> they didn't have like little skits or nothing, or the uh, people. Uh, Announcing the awards, they just had like literally the people going, "Ghost of Mahershal Ali," and then this was on the actual ABC, uh, Goat or Oscar page. I'm like, "Well," and then after seeing all who won, it made me not want to watch anything else from it. I mean the the fact that it didn't have a host, I think it ran smoother, but the opening was it wasn't that they weren't funny; they were funny. It was just really short. And I didn't even care about the Adam Le- Adam Lambert and Queen little performance, <laughs> but it was just it, the beginning felt underwhelming. But like I said, they were funny. The skits that the the presenters did they were very short, and a lot of them weren't funny. Brian Tyree Henry and Melissa McCarthy they was I right when they dressed up. Oh yeah, so. as like the the Queen from the Favorite. I just wasn't laughing as hard as the crowd was. <laughs> um. What's her name? Amelia Clark made a. Um, no, she made a joke. It wasn't funny. It was a comparison between Khaleesi and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Don't that like it just already. Wasn't funny. <laughs> uh, and I like Amelia Clark, but she could have kept that to herself, or whoever wrote that could have just left that on the paper and not put it up on the prompter. Yeah, other than that, it wasn't too many JKs being thrown yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't. 
I mean, Samuel came up and told the and said that the Knicks finally won a game. <laughs> Other than that, they kept the jokes to a minimum. Yeah, and there was no Girl Scout cookie giveaways. Yeah, there was no fun. pizzas, no pictures, and somehow the thing still lasted fifteen minutes after it was supposed to. See, so I don't know how <laughs> they're going to get this right at uh, three hours unless they <laughs> do what people are crying about. Put some stuff in during commercials. Yeah, which uh, Tyler Perry ended up making a reference about that. Only one who actually says something about it during the telecast. Um, okay, so anything else you want to talk about with the Oscars? That's about it. It, was a, it seemed to be boring this year. I don't even remember my uh, predictions that I did on the past bonus episode, so you can go and listen to that yourself and compare. <laughs> I know it's awful. <laughs> I know it's pretty bad, so you can go see just how bad it is. All right, time to just... Quickly, quickly recap some stuff that happened over the past two weeks and see what we think about it. First up, apparently they're saying that the Star Wars 9 title might have possibly leaked, and it is said to maybe be Star Wars Balance of the Force. You like that title? Nope. <laughs> but that's that's what it is every time. Like I don't like that title. That's whack, right? <laughs> that just sounds funny. It does. I was like, I kept trying to say it to myself, like, Balance of the <laughs> it don't it don't roll off the tongue. It doesn't, but I could easily see that being the title just because yeah. it makes sense. Um, I'm about to pull up these no huggies. Oh my gosh, I'm about to pull up these uh, r- other rumored titles and see which ones you like best. Just see how this is not working on my phone. Rumored titles. Bear with me, no Paddington. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. All right, so let's see what title you like best. All right, so we got The Balance of the Force. What about Star Wars, A New Order? I mean, that sounds like something they've literally already made or one of the little spinoff video games. (laughs) All right, um, what about Star Wars, Ashes of the Empire? Nah. Okay. Also, a reason why they said uh, Balance of the Force was possibly it is because they found the title up on some leaked website. Website. It was like a screenshot of the Star Wars website, and the logo was written in purple. Because if you know that the first one was blue, mm-hmm. second one was red. Blood red. So if you mix those two together, you get purple. Okay. So Balance <laughs> of the Force. You mix the ba- you balance the Force, and you blah blah blah. You get you know all that makes sense. All right. <laughs> so he said, "What do you say about uh, Ashes of the Empire?" Nah, I ain't with that. Yeah, I don't think that would make sense for this. This what I think this ninth movie would be about. All right, Star Wars: Spark of Hope. No. <laughs> okay. What about Star Wars: Son of Darkness? Nah. Yeah, they don't. Don't know what that's referring to, but I don't really like that. It makes it seem like this is going to be a Kylo Ren centered movie. Yeah, and I don't want that. That would be what the eighth movie should have been about, not the ninth and final one. All right, Star Wars, The New Order Rises. That's too much, and that's just definitely not the title. <laughs> I mean, The New Order was they was really taken down. There was a little bit of them left. Now they about to rise. <laughs> I don't care. Um, Star Wars, Order of Ren. No, they don't. They ain't gonna put one of the characters' names in the title. Definitely not. Definitely not. And the Knights of Ren, they barely have touched on them, and they definitely not gonna center a whole last movie about them. Star Wars: The Last Hope. Again, that just seems like something that's already been done. They had a new hope. Yeah, the last, last hope. One. Go ahead, name it that. All right, so 
Uh, Star Wars. Rebellion Reborn. No, they wouldn't name it something like that. <laughs> Alright. Then we got Star Wars once again. Balance of the Force. That's better than a lot of those other ones. Is that your favorite one so far? Either that one or one of them generic sounding ones. <laughs> Last Hope. Yeah. New Order. Yeah, stuff like that. New Order. Alright, here we go. Last one. Star Wars. Reign of Darkness. No, they don't do that type of stuff for the star. You leave those reserved like X-Men movies and <laughs> things uh, of that nature. Alright, so April right around the corner with the uh, whole Star Wars celebration. So that's probably when we'll finally get the official title and the trailer because they are really taking their sweet time. They're trying mm-hmm. to do their best Avengers impression. Like, oh, they're going to do that this year? We're going to do that this year as well. They got a longer wait yeah, if they try to pull that off. And there's really nothing that they can like hide. Just show me the trailer and don't spoil the main stuff. All right, moving on. Taka, Tiaka, Taka Watiti. Oh, never know how to pronounce his name. Says he'll do another Marvel movie, just not Guardians of the Galaxy three. Basically saying he don't want to like you know step on James Gunn's little sandbox and what he's created. Blah 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 blah. So should all these directors, because a lot of directors have basically been saying the same thing, should they be as adamant about not jumping in, quote unquote, James Gunn's sandbox? That just shows they they got some fears of not being able to top what he does. What the heck? And uh, they, if anybody, I think he should be the one to be comfortable in doing it, but... I guess I can see why he doesn't want to, but somebody got to direct it. They're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel here shortly because somebody would jump on it. Yeah, like, I mean, I understand, like, y'all feel like he was done wrong and feel like, man, you know, if y'all take over his movie, it's kind of like, you know, you're not siding with him, but it's business to do him a favor. Like, all right, they kicked you out. I'm going to come in and I'm going to make sure your whole style and the way you wanted to do things is you know kept clear so even though you're not doing the movie your whole aura and your whole vibe is still there so haha to them for firing you but still having a movie that seems like it's yours so i I don't understand i wish they would um my nose i wish one of these good directors would do it because like you said it's looking very scary that somebody is trash and not uh, some tr- somebody's trash is going to be doing it, and then that's going to make me think the movie ain't going to be up to par, and I'm going to be a little scared. But mind you, I don't ever think we're getting this Guardians of the Galaxy movie because by the time we get it, it's just going to feel like, not that the the moment has passed, but it's just going to feel a little weird because it ain't going to be the whole like two to three year vibe that we're used to. It's going to feel like it just came too late, and it's just going to it's just going to feel weird. All right, the if root- y'all hear some uh, food noises, I'm going to eat my dinner while we record. <laughs> <laughs> Russo Brothers said Avengers Endgame is still at three hours, but could change, but might not, because the movie needs a lot of the time. They need to do- leave it at three. Three, All right. exactly. All right, so do you think they will But they need to speed the credits up then, because I want to <laughs> see the, of course you want to see the after credits and stuff, but when you got that much t- different technology and people with their input in this movie, yeah. it takes so long. They're going to have 10-minute credits. All right, so do you think it will actually stay at three hours? I doubt it. I think they'll go a little under three hours. It's definitely going to be hard to cut stuff, but... Three hours looks so crazy for a movie. If they this movie is three hours and they continue to show nothing, 
It was going to be amazing. There's going to be so much stuff I ain't never seen before. I mean, that's going to be crazy. Besides the fact, you know, them going back in time and reliving pieces of old movies. Mm-hmm. That's a lot you got to do because you got to go back to the first Avengers. You probably got to go back to like it. You got to go to Age of Ultron, <laughs> stop the bullet oh, from hitting Quicksilver so that Aaron Taylor Johnson is back. Uh, that's a waste of Aaron Taylor Johnson. He don't make movies quick enough. <laughs> He's too busy being a stay-at-home dad. Does him and his old wife got any kids? I believe so. <laughs> I see. He got. He. She has to go off and write and direct whack movies, and he has to stay home and take care of the kids. Uh, that's what you do when you marry somebody super old. Um, yeah, it's it's really going to be hard for me to believe that it'll actually be three hours, but my fingers are crossed that it does, because that would be like sweet. Top of a church. All right, let's let that we let that pass. Nah. Uh, we let that pass. <laughs> Even if the movie does sit firmly at three hours, the movie is actually gonna be probably like two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, because of the long credits. So, fingers crossed. I think, but I feel like they'll try to be about like, oh, we want to make as much money as possible, so we'll make it two hours and forty minutes. Like twenty minutes is really gonna cut things off. Yeah. You know, all the theaters is gonna be Avengers theaters around this time, uh-huh. so you know, yeah, you gonna make your money. Now, I don't think this movie's going to make as much as uh, Infinity War did, but that's just because that's just a hard mark to live up to. And even though I feel like everybody's going to come out and see this movie, I still think somehow it's going to come right under that, but still make a bunch of money. Um, All right, report says Henry Cavill wants a pay raise, director and script approval, and a producer credit for Man of Steel 2. Hey, Henry Cavill, I don't know what you've shown to deserve that. Uh, he's shown that I was in the first one. <laughs> that's all he does to him. That's all he needs. I was in it before. Yeah, I did it. So give me more money. He is it's, tripping. It's not like the first one was beloved. And it, seen how easy it is to get rid of Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah, don't be. You, you are not exempt. Don't be making these demands because they will ex you quickly. They're already slowly moving on from everything. Yeah. They are riding behind Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Gal and Jason Momoa. <laughs> and they like. We Which, went, in Lego Movie, I was, when I was looking at the um, voice actors. <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa did the voice of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Gal Gadot did not do the voice she of She did it? No. <laughs> I thought they it said was, she was supposed to. It was Kobe Smoters. That's sad. They said she was supposed to do the voice. They must have said, ah, we can't get her at the last <laughs> minute for this one little line. Because Kobe Smoters did the voice in the first one. They probably figured that'd be rude. But they surely did. Uh, Jenny Slate was the voice of Harley Quinn in the first one. And they surely replaced her with Margaret Robbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was who they, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> Why didn't Gal Gadot undo it? I have no clue. Huh. Only I think like, they said they said something about her, but they they said they went with Kobe Smoters. It was literally like one line, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Henry Cavill, he's he asking for a little too much. I gotta understand. Crazy. I gotta understand. You maybe want a little pay raise. All right, this is a little bit just because you know you, you did the first one. We, we <laughs> if we bringing you back, that means we really want you. So <laughs> I guess we deserve to give you some more money. But I say the director and the script yeah. approval. Like, what, what have you that? shown that yeah. you are A1 script man? Yeah, let me look at your movies. <laughs> yeah. You, what are you going to be like? 
All right, I want Christopher McQuarrie. No. Like, oh, okay, then you can pick whoever you want. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't really have any other people Nobody in else mind. knows you. <laughs> Let me look at his movies. Because he did. The Man from Uncle was done by Guy Ritchie, I think. And that was totes, so I do not want to see them team up again. Yeah. A producer credit? I mean, they can get you the credit, but they you ain't really going to have no say in what the producer actually does. Yeah, getting that uh, LeBron on the two chains album. Uh, okay, no, that <laughs> album is about to be fire. <laughs> Finally, somebody realized A&R Braun got that, that A1 is, that ear. Is exactly why the Lakers have the amount of losses they have, because this dude is he's checked out, and it's okay. I ain't mad at you. Just admit it. He is gone. He has. He came to the Lakers because it was in Los Angeles, and they were better than the Clippers. Yeah, I I, I thought. I I want them to miss the playoffs now. I want them to get that lottery pick so they can pair that up with the superstar Brandon Ingram is becoming. And Uh, it's funny how the better he plays, the worse the team gets. I'm like, why is this, they got? There's too many similarities. LeBron, Ingram, and Kuzma—they shouldn't be your best three players. Yeah. They play too similar in positions. <laughs> and LeBron's old. He, he, you know, he's like, I don't want to carry this team, but then I also don't want Brandon Ingram to feel like he can just ignore me <laughs> and put yeah, the can't shots let that happen. So it's just—it's a conundrum. And Magic Johnson really, Jeannie Buss needed like she needed to give him a season. Like you built this team so weird. <laughs> yeah. Paul George is having a failed day over there in OKC. Looking one, one of the best players. <laughs> yeah, so the fact that you could have just had him. DeAngelo's an all-star. Yeah, and you traded him because you were so invested in Lonzo. Y'all could have had a nice little D'Angelo, Paul George, LeBron team right now with JaVale and yeah, the same surrounding cast. <laughs> yeah, Josh Harder, Reggie Bullock. You could have pulled that trade off still in the future. Hey. So you got some stuff to do. If LeBron got to sit out a season and keep waiting till you get a star, he's like, oh, I missed the playoffs. My everything's my streak is done. So there's really Crazy. nothing for me to do. He better pull Kobe when Kobe had to drag Dwight Howard's wax self. And he dragged it so hard that he pulled his freaking yeah. Achilles out of his bone. <laughs> like, uh, it's stressful. But I, basketball, I don't watch basketball, so I'm only watching Duke. Shout out to Zion. I hope you get your knee better. Um, Paul George. Anyways, uh. Henry Cavill has no movies on here that shows he deserves any of that. Yeah, so he's tripping. Laguna. The Count of Monte Cristo. Nope. I Capture the Castle. Nope. Hellraiser Hellworld. Nope. Tristan and Isod. Nope. Red Riding Hood. Nope. Stardust. Nope. Whatever Works. Nope. Blood Creek. Uh-uh. He was good. Immortals was good. You can get that director who directed that. Let me see. Tarsim Singh? He cheap. I have never heard of him. He cheap. The movie might not be good, but... Okay, on his resume, he has The Cell. No. The Fall. What? Immortals. Okay. Mirror, Mirror. Aight. And Selfless. Okay, so maybe... I mean, if you want a cheap director, if you want that pay raise, that might be the director (laughs) you have to force them to get, because that ain't happening. He also has... Cold Light of Day, uh-uh. Man of Steel, okay. The Man from Uncle, uh-uh. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, eh. Sandcastle, what? Justice League, uh-uh. Mission Impossible Fallout, eh. and No Miss. Yeah, he's going to He Christmas. doesn't even have that many like movies. Yeah, he does. He, he wants a lot for somebody who's still kind of a. He ain't A list. If he is, it's only because he plays Superman. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so. I bet you prior to. 
Maybe the Justice. No, I'll say Batman versus Superman. People probably didn't know he was Superman. Like, who's that? Like white guy plays Superman, got black hair, and just looks like a. Is that Brandon Routh? Yeah. Oh, Brandon Routh. He played Superman. Uh-huh. Now he plays the Atom on <laughs> the League of Legends. Whatever that show is. Um. All right, moving on. So I know it's a sad day for you. World War Z two has been scrapped. Is no longer being made. Apparently, David Fincher and the company was having some disputes over the budget. Sounds very familiar because the original one, World War Z, had to get reshot, or a lot of pieces of it got reshot. There were some behind-the-scenes issues. The budget rose something crazy, and they were terrified with that movie, but then that movie ended up being a hit. And then, so then, years later, it takes forever to get the sequel off the ground. They finally do, and then once again, same issues seem to have arise. But before they get to even rolling the cameras, they just decide to put it, which was probably smart because ain't nobody was really checking for World War Z. We saw the first one; it was entertaining. Nobody said it was great by any means, but it was entertaining. Blah blah blah. But ain't nobody been checking for it. So especially to come out with it. When nobody's been checking for it, it'll probably do less business. And if it do less business and you're already having issues with the budget, chances are it's, uh, it's a little iffy subject if it'll actually make the money that you were thinking about it's going to make. So I am not surprised that it has been scrapped. I am not mad because I kept forgetting that it was actually full force. It kept changing directors constantly it was hard to keep up with so i constantly kept thinking it wasn't gonna be made i didn't know if it was greenlit when it was greenlit i forgot when it wasn't i just didn't care so that's that's a movie i am not mad to see be off the schedule and i mean that is what it is um are you sad that world war z2 is no longer being made I actually haven't even seen the first one oh, okay. all the way through. So <laughs> I don't have anything invested. I'm aware of what it is and how people feel about it, but that ain't something like I'm anticipating, of course. All right. Moving on to your boy, Dan Fogler, Fogler, whatever his name is, said filming for Fantastic Beast 3 has been delayed because it's much bigger than the previous two and needs more prep time. That don't sound good. <laughs> Do you believe him, or are they taking more time to make sure it doesn't disappoint like the last one did? Um, I'm hoping that's what they're doing. Um, or it could be off to a bad start is also a possibility. Either way, I just hope they make it better than that second one. Because I actually like, of course, I like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So uh, I like the first one. The second one was definitely not as good. But I'm looking forward to see where they go with it because this one was obviously setting up something. So I don't want them to fail at that. I think they are either going back and rewriting it, really touching it up because <laughs> they are terrified that it will disappoint like yeah, the last they, one. They want to make about seven of these. Yeah, critically and uh, commercially. Or I think they're taking their time and they aren't going to make all five movies. So they're deciding. Yeah, they ended. <laughs> they about to end. Yeah. <laughs> should, we, should we scratch it all up in one movie <laughs> or see if we can possibly just do it in two? But five movies, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, so. they can't make it. It's one of those. All right. Rumor has it Superman will cameo in Shazam, but the movie would just show his chess. <laughs> so. Doing stuff I don't care. <laughs> they're just going to show the S on his chest, nothing else. 
is this dumb? <laughs> yes, because they, they wanted him in it, but they knew they couldn't. Henry Cavill was either busy or was going when they had all that little drama or whatever it was that was going on. They probably couldn't get him. And Shazam be looking worse and worse to me. <laughs> this one, I'm truly just don't really don't look that good to me. So you're not excited about the possibility that a Superman cameo could be in Shazam? It is just his chest. <laughs> I definitely don't care. Yeah, you could just show me a picture. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing. I think they're really forcing this connectivity, but they're not they also don't want to pigeonhole themselves to um what's his name being they're still terrible. Superman. You never know if they gotta change them. <laughs> so they're like this. And just the fact that they're still trying to connect some of this. So basically in this universe, you already don't have your Batman no more. You, you might. He just will never appear again. That, <laughs> yeah. So, so you already lost them. It's looking like in the Suicide Squad. The, those guys aren't part of the Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam. Po- Shazam can't possibly do as good as uh, Aquaman. <laughs> but I've said that about yeah, Venom like, recently. Yeah, I'm very unsure. That is Shazam does good. They don't deserve it because this looks like they ain't try that hard. What if this movie is hilarious? <laughs> I just cannot. <laughs> I just cannot. <laughs> I just. I don't know why. I can't picture it being hilarious. <laughs> just in that theater, dying at Shazam. He is killing <laughs> at Shazam. <laughs> he is funny. I just don't. I, no one be talking about how silly he looks in the suit. <laughs> His neck is not big enough for everything in that suit. But people uh, immediately talking about how crazy Will Smith looked as the genie. Yeah. When it, it did look nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it looked terrible. They put that out. They put the they put the HD HD photos out of him looking like that. The trailer dropped in 4K. It <laughs> looked nuts. Yeah, that little combination of CGI and real Will uh, was a odd blend. Oh man, I ain't gonna say I ain't seen stuff that's worse. Yeah, than I've that. seen. Speaking of, we're almost. I meant to text you a picture of this. I was scrolling and I saw. I ain't seen it in a long time, but I saw an image from the Scorpion King. Oh, he Dwayne wild. Johnson. That is, let me pull that. That, got, that may have to be the, uh, the image for this week's episode. He looks insane. Especially, I remember that battle scene between him and Brendan Fraser in the second movie. Oh, yeah, that looked crazy. <laughs> that was a computer game versus a human being. And I know that was that that had to have been bad even in the time, I think. I remember uh, Brendan Fraser said he never met Dwayne Johnson until a war show. What were they doing there at the time? (laughs) Probably it was like a VMAs or something. This looks so good as a game. (laughs) That is a PS2 game. That looks... They didn't have motion capture back then? I think the most extreme thing was like Beowulf. And I don't even think that movie looked that good. Look at this. That's insane. Other Other movies had CGI back then. That's just bad. That's literally, they digitally just made his face on a computer. (laughs) Yeah, they redid it. (laughs) This ain't CGI. They scanned nothing. These images are so wild. They put that out. (laughs) Those are the type of movies that will not carry over to now. Oh, man. He looks crazy. Oh, there we go. There's some movement. That is bad. <laughs> he did the Scorpion King, and he was a scorpion. Yeah. I did. He we turned really... into a scorpion. 
Part Scorpion. Oh, that was Scorpion. I want to see the CGI for the second one. Oh, I know it's bad. Scorpion S- 2, Rise of a Warrior. So th- there's no way that it can get any worse than what the Dwayne was. Let me type that in on YouTube, see if they got any images of him as the Scorpion in that. That is just, that's truly just terrible. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, while you're looking that up, James Cameron said Chris Evans and Channing Tatum were almost cast in Avatar. Oh, yeah, I did see that. But uh, they, they would have had the role that Sam Worthington had, but apparently Sam Worthington was just had that voice and was able to deliver certain things better than they were. Wow. Are you uh you mad? I ain't <laughs> mad cuz it it wouldn't matter at this point cuz there is no sequels or nothing out. Uh, uh, they're coming. Yeah. They taking forever. Um I just can't even picture I can't even picture them things that have changed so much. Yeah. James Justin Timberlake would be Captain America. Because Chris Evans is now Mr. Avatar Man. Uh, <laughs> but if Channing Tatum would have did it, you would have been superheated because there would probably been no Magic Mike. So, <sighs> I guess it worked out for everybody. Speaking of uh Chris's, If anybody wants to watch Scorpion King Rise of a Warrior, it's free on YouTube. <laughs> Who is Simon Quarterman? <laughs> Sound like a backup quarterback. Let's see if we get any good imagery. Let's just look around. Does he become the scorpion in this? Let's see. This movie kind of long. It's an hour and 44 minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't see no, like, him as a scorpion yet. Yep, is this it? What is this? That's not a scorpion. That's like a minotaur. He's got, like, lightning fast yeah. edits, so I can't tell. That's how you know the budget chief. They don't want you to see none. So <laughs> they are zipping and a zopping. He looks crazy. Is this the Scorpion King? Let's I can't see even tell which one of them is supposed to be the Scorpion King. Which yeah, I'm assuming it's him. Let me keep. Let me just let me go to the end where you know a big battle scene or something's coming. Karate kicks and. Swords. I seen no scorpion in this. I mean, that's just that's his uh, in this one. That's just his little title. Yeah, this, that was a waste of time. Yeah, that was whack. That's old. Yeah, that's definitely stinky. Maybe it was better because we didn't get to see those awful graphics. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Speaking of Chris's, Chris Hemsworth will play Hulk Hogan in a, in a biopic. That's pretty weird. So you're not looking forward to it, is what I'm hearing. I, I gotta see it. Your favorite part is when he's gonna be shirtless. That's what you told me off, Mike. But uh, if I wanted to see Chris Hemsworth shirtless, I could pick any movie that Chris Hemsworth has been in. So I'm gonna let this run while we. <laughs> that's a, that's, see, that's what we gotta watch. It's only an hour and nineteen minutes. A short. Yeah. For when we only watched one movie on here, yeah, I watched two. Back. Yeah, because we watched Bloods vs. Wolves uh-huh. and Dragon Ball Evolution. We didn't watch that yet. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we watched Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes. We really did? Yes. I do not. I remember vividly rewatching that movie recently and it stunk. We watched that? <laughs> yes. I mean, I got. I don't. Uh, 
and I don't know I why. Know what episode it was. Even the part where he turned into an ape and all that. Uh, <laughs> I do not recall watching this movie. I remember the movie ending and then us being mad how it ended because it ended with him and Chi Chi doing that little weird little thing with the candles. Oh, man. And he did some wild stuff with their their names being it, I just remember yeah, I remember it was very it's a we very watched weird two movie. movies on here. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so we only watched two. That's <laughs> then that's when we started getting the list of the uh what's that you got served yeah, got you got served and honey and all those <laughs> classic pieces of garbage. Look at fifty cent with the dra- or with the braids. You got the D Wades? <laughs> Ain't that a? Ain't she famous or she is now like a photographer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I did see she was interviewing on something. Yeah, she works with Charlemagne and stuff now. She be taking pictures and doing some designs and stuff. (laughs) Boy, how things have come a long way. Disrespect her in a movie. (laughs) Oh lord. All right. Any other topics you want to touch on before we move on to this weekly Geely segment? Not that I can think of. All right, so we got the newly named uh, punishment segment called the Weekly Geely. I mean, that should be self-explanatory, but if it's not, just type in the movie Geely, watch it, and then you'll understand. <laughs> All right, so I got some mad nominees from over the past few weeks. Some, you know, don't really doesn't aren't as you know effective as it would have been a couple weeks ago, but they're still in the running. So first up, we got, of course, Liam Neeson for him. Talking about a time where he did something racist. I'm pretty sure we all heard about it. So one of his uh, people he knew got raped by a black guy. He said he went out and looking for some uh, black bees. Was walking around looking for any black guy to start some stuff with him so he could kill him. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he just offered that information up. Nobody yeah, asked him about it. Run. Yeah, nobody like nobody had the dirt on him and forced him to spill the beans. He just offered that information up while promoting Cold Pursuit. Next, we got Michelle Rodriguez for saying <laughs> Liam Neeson can't be racist because he was tonguing down Viola, Viola Davis, Davis in Widows. <laughs> that was her reasoning. It's not made up. Next, we also got James Cameron. We just quickly spoke about him a second ago for his thoughts on Aquaman. Now, I'm going to pull up exactly what he said because... It was just ridiculous. So let me pull this quote up. Um, bear with me. No Paddington. <sighs> Paste. Go. Okay, it's not. For some reason, this one particular website just doesn't work on my phone anymore. <laughs> All right, so. And then, as I'm typing this up, I'll just say the fourth nominee. Which was Jesse Smollett for <laughs> lying. Now, if you listen to the last episode, he in, has he been in movies? Yeah, that, see, this is what we discussed in the last oh, episode. Yeah. Because when we gave the Jesse Smollett hate crimers, the the weekly, oh, yeah. daily, the last episode, and everything, you know, he's trying to be nice, thinking that he was wronged, and then over over time, since you know we did the last episode, news has came out that he probably lying and just. Details aren't adding up. We realized that he was in Alien Covenant. Oh yeah, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so if the it'd be funny if he gets it just a episode after the people who allegedly did the crime to yeah, him got it. See, this is why. See, we was trying to be nice. Uh-huh. Now we spoke too soon. Yeah, now y'all just about to everybody just getting it for petty reasons. I ain't gonna give y'all the little sympathy card. 
But all right, so back to James Cameron. He is, uh, his quotes are about James Wan and Aquaman, and he said this about Aquaman. Um, He said, I could never have made the film because it requires this kind of total dreamlike disconnection from any sense of physics or reality. People just kind of zoom around underwater because they propel themselves mentally, I guess. I don't know. But it's cool. You buy it on your own terms. Why does he feel like he has to talk about other movies and all kind of logic and stuff? Based off, especially from a man who has made Avatar. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> they put their ponytails into a, 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 out, a plug outlet. <laughs> he got some nerve. And, and this new Avatar, he is going to have them interact underwater. So <laughs> yeah, he's out of control. <laughs> but uh, nothing, nothing about Avatar speaks to me being real. Besides the whole environmental aspect of the plot, these people get into big old blue bodies and just start doing things in this made up world. They're made up creatures, and for some reason, it is very hard for him to connect with Aquaman because it requires a form of disbelief. He is crazy. <laughs> like, all right, James, you are very just arrogant. Yeah. Um, he also said his experience as a deep sea diver is, uh, is in fact one reason why he says he can't totally get into Aquaman, saying, I don't resonate with it because it doesn't look real. Just because he made that water one water movie. <laughs> and also... Um, even though Aquaman was a huge hit, uh, he kind of made this little jab at James Wan and reminded him that, you know, it fell short of a $2 billion plateau, even though it is a $1 billion movie. And he said, come back when you hit your second billion and when, and you're on your way to your third, then we'll talk. This dude got a problem. (laughs) I'm like, mind you, this guy made the joke Aquaman and Entourage made a movie or is making a movie where people are avatars. Um, I'm sh- if I'm trying to think of other movies that he's worked with that are clearly fake, uh, he's worked, he produced Alita. So exactly. I don't really know what is up with him when it comes to things not connecting with him. Are people not- asking him these questions or is he just, I think they might've just asked him like, did he see Aquaman? Or- then he, he gets all crazy. Cause this is not the first time he's said stuff like this about movies. Yeah, he sounds, he's very cocky. Right? He does. Weird. Who wants to see movies after you hear somebody speaking like that? Yeah. We get it. You've made great movies before, but they don't, you don't got your reason for not want, caring about Aquaman. doesn't have to be it's lack of reality or it's physics. <laughs> yeah, just be like his movies is, could be worse. <laughs> he can just be like, I didn't really like it. Yeah. I mean, he had a movie called Terminator. A machine from the past comes back in time yeah, to try to kill is- somebody. <laughs> that doesn't seem logical to yeah. me at all, but it was good. Said they swim with their minds, and he's upset about that. He's he ain't he never he never watched Avatar because yeah, that's more and that's way more insane. I can believe somebody being able to swim with their mind. To him, that's just based off of reality. He's like, <laughs> I'm based off that a true story. I knew people who live like that. I knew a man in a wheelchair who yeah. whose body got put into something else. This is real life. Yeah, that yeah he's tripping. he's ridiculous. All right, so we let's take it one by one. Liam Neeson or Michelle Rodriguez. I'm going Liam Neeson because he volunteered that information <laughs> to start all of this. All right. Liam Neeson or James Cameron? That's the closest one for me. James Cameron is wild. I don't get why he says that stuff, but 
At the same time, that's James Cameron. Uh, Liam Neeson went ahead and volunteered some outrageous information. All right, so which one are you going with? I'm going Liam Neeson. All right, Liam Neeson or Jesse Smollett? Jesse's pretty crazy, but I'm sticking with Liam Neeson because his is just outrageous. <laughs> All right, Liam, you bad because you beat out some tough competition this week yeah. of James and Jesse. <laughs> so, Liam Neeson, you are getting that long ado weekly Geely. You get to sit in that because you thought we forgot, but nah, we remembered. We remembered that uh, unnecessary story that you decided to tell. You have to drop a fire movie for us to forget yeah. about this. <laughs> now, black people, they'll forget just. Instantly, because they on to other stuff like Gucci, Prada, all them name brands that they can't afford. But us movie watchers, when we see Liam Neeson in a movie, we'll remember you tried to go out and hunt down a black man. It's sad. So <laughs> go, go sit in the corner yeah. and, you know, really go over things with your, your uh, what's that person who makes sure you don't be saying stupid stuff in public? Publicist? Yeah, go over stuff with your publicist. <laughs> you know, just run things by her more often. And you guys just come up with some detailed plan of how you're going to go about the rest of your career. Because it's kind of sad. You should have, he should have the sympathy. Because his wife died. And I think his stepdaughter or some sort of son or something also died. All in yeah, tragic ways. Crazy. So, you're losing family. So, you should be gaining the people and the respect. But not when you just say crazy things like that. I don't want him to off himself. He's old. So I want him to do nothing he regret. You can't really regret it because he owes. So you probably, I'll live a long life. But you owe, man. You, should, you shouldn't be having people come after you like this. Yeah. All these old people are getting, like, all these enemies in their old age. Liam, <laughs> Bill, Kells. Like, come on, y'all. All right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes. His game, I think we got a few movies to resolve. Let's see what they are. All right. First up, we got the Lego movie to the second part on Rotten Tomatoes. It is sitting at a glorious 86%. I gave it a 85%. You gave it a 83%. Barely giving me the dub Uh. there. And I am now up three to one. All right, next we got What Men Want. Okay. That is sitting at a 45%. Mm-hmm. And it, wow, I <laughs> gave it a 40%. Dang. You gave it a 50%. Okay. So that is a tie because it is right down no dress the wear. freaking middle. So we'll both get a point for that one. So now it's four to two. No uh, series in for a playoff series in the NBA. Uh. <laughs> Next, we have a movie that isn't in the top ten anymore. <laughs> the Prodigy. <laughs> Let's see what those numbers are looking like. All right, it is sitting at a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I gave it a 50%. You gave it a 36%. Giving me the victory there. Now 5 to 2. What was the uh What was its uh score? 44. Uh, that's sad. Yeah, so I 
barely got it by because that was a six difference. Yeah. Six difference. All right. And then Happy Death Day to You is sitting at a 67%. That's a little high. <laughs> I gave you yeah, It's about <laughs> up there with the first one. I gave it a 59%. You gave it a 50%. Yeah, I went right down the middle. Giving me the victory there. I am getting killed. I'm trying to give myself no some murder. space so I can make a bunch of bad decisions. All right, next we have Isn't It Romantic? Sitting at a 69%. That is high. <laughs> I, I ain't never seen it, so I... <laughs> I gave it a 38%. You gave it a 44%. Giving you the victory there. Okay. Gave them low scores. Yeah, I was I was under the impression I was super sure it was going to be looked at as whack. All right, so then that's all we have. So now for this week, first up before the reviews finally drop, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. What are you giving Captain Mizarvel? Got to go with the first number that popped in my head. That's usually my best option. I'm going 87%. Mine, the first thing that came to my head was 86%. <laughs> so should I stay with that? You know, I'm going to ride with that. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be high, but, you know, it's a woman, so it probably won't be in the 90s. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, that could be the reason why, because they nearly gave one of them 100% freshness off of a uh, yeah. very average movie. <laughs> Dang, so then should I throw this up to 90%? <laughs> no, I'm going to stick with 86 but I'm also going to regret it as I type it down. <laughs> All right, so you gave it 87. I'm rocking with 86. All right, next we have Wonder Park. Okay, that's that animated movie. I'm going with the literally the first thing that just came in my head, which is 63%. Wonder Park. That gives me like a... F- I'm going to get that 43%. All right, 43%. All right, so Captain America, I'm giving it, nope, Captain Marvel. I'm giving it 86%, giving it 87%. Just bought my tickets for that the other day because once I knew, I had to wait. I had to wait till I knew what my schedule would be like. Oh, yeah. That's why I was only. That was why I was giddy when, uh, when I finally certified my schedule. I was like, all right, now I know, and I'll be definitely able to see Avengers when it comes <laughs> out. So once the tickets go inside, I know exactly what time I can get. All right, and then Wonder Park, I gave it a 63. You gave it a 43%. All right. What is next? What is it? Blu-rays? I have no clue, but we'll go with that. We have uh, probably quite a few um, due to a missing couple weeks. Uh, First movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Might stream. That movie was cool. Turn the audio up. Award-worthy like it was, like you would have thought after watching the Oscars this past Sunday. Let's see. Next movie is Nobody's Fool. I don't ever want to see that movie again. That just wasn't <laughs> wasn't my cup of tea, and I do not like rewatching Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> TP. Um, Overlord. That's a my stream. I did fall asleep on a little bit of it, but I was also unimpressed. I wasn't. I was just expecting a lot more, but it wasn't bad, so I'd put that in my stream. All right, a star is born. I will put that as for me. I I, I want to. I'll put that as a must own. That was a great movie. You know, it wasn't in my top ten or nothing, but I think that's just how good this year was with movies. So, 
I next, think it's a must Next we have Robin Hood. Never seen it, so I'll put that as a maestro. <laughs> he gotta see Robin Hood. Let me see. I don't wanna miss any of these new films. Uh uh Ralph Breaks the Internet. I'll put that as an accept as a gift. I thought it was much better than the first one. It was an entertaining movie, had a lot of funny moments, so I'll put it there. I think that's the last new release, so to do a throwback or two, I'm going to go with, because they had some good some good ones come out a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm going to go with Silent Hill Revelation. That's the second one that we've seen. You know, for a <laughs> 2012 fact. is when it came out. You know, so for we- a <laughs> fact. I don't even want to not ever see that movie again. I just want to assume that it just doesn't exist. <laughs> Um, let's see. Admission. With, uh, Jennifer Aniston? Nope. Tina Fey and Paul Rudd. <laughs> have I seen that movie? I can't tell if I've seen it or not. I think I have it, like, on a hard drive somewhere. I just never watched it, so my stream, I guess. I like the two actors. Identity Thief. I'll put that as a my stream as well. If I recall, it was funny, but it wasn't, like, you know, nothing to write home about. The Change Up. I actually thought that movie was funny. It got it got it awful reviews, but I thought it was very funny. So I'll put that as a uh, accept as a gift. And I'll just make the last one: the boy next door. Oh my gosh! I would never need to see that movie again. That movie was a reason why I don't like Jennifer Lopez movies. They usually suck. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's the last one for this week. All right, I can't think of what comes next, so. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, which I'm going to call it. The Jilly. podcast, whatevs. Go on icmovies.wordpress.com. Should the uh, IC Movie Awards, the winners, have been announced probably by Isn't the time it this Isn't Pursuit of IC Movie? Let that go. Let that no. pass. Uh, all right, so the winners should be up there either when this is out or soon. Thanks to everybody who voted. Uh, you know, go see the winners and the readers and the blog choice. I got a couple reviews up. I'm still in the middle of my complete movie list, so it's probably going to be about June once I hit that base. <laughs> I didn't put I'm out going. my uh, top albums of 2018 yeah. yet. Yeah, we, we still reflect on 2018. It ain't yeah, over to us over. Uh, so go check that out, of course. So on icmovies.wordpress.com. Follow the podcast on the the Insta, on the Stitcher, on the iTunes, on the Spotty, on the, not the title though, on uh, the SoundCloud at the Great Musical though, to be specific. Uh, share the door coming soon. I keep saying that, but it's coming <laughs> soon. Uh, working on some other stuff, so maybe it'll get off the ground. Maybe it won't. But I am your guy, Psych, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average, a.k.a. the guy no one knows, a.k.a. isn't it Ronatic, a.k.a. what Nate want, what a Nate want, what, what a, a Nate, Nate need, whatever make it happen that you need, I'm thanking you for knowing exactly what a Nate want, fighting with the Natalie, the uh. Nago movie to the second Nate, a Nata battle of an angel, how to name your dragon the Naden mm. world and roll me.
It's Joaquin Penny's worth, a.k.a. Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zandt, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Fitbit Messiah, a.k.a. Butch Engaging K, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, a.k.a. Chorus Kojo, a.k.a. The Bocce Chef, a.k.a. The Name Generator, a.k.a. The Big Man, Uncle Hami, Hoodie K, Sweet Lady. Would you be my sweet, sweet lover? A lifetime. lifetime, I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me like a text, like a phone call. Okay. All right. Is there anybody want to add to the the starting stink lineup? We we don't got nobody specifically yet. Nobody's jumping out. Uh, I prefer to do it based off of seeing someone in a movie and it being so egregious that they just have to be on the suck list. Yeah, the guy that, I can't think of his name, but if I could, the guy from Co-Pursuit, I would nominate him because I was very very annoyed by his performance. Um, Yeah, I don't don't think anybody necessarily, Liam Neeson, if he wants to be on there. he's kind of, yeah. For his antics for this this year so far. Yeah. Not saying his whole career as a whole. Yeah, we talking about this year. You get on the suck list based off your year. Yeah, so, you know, maybe. But, um... Guess that is this episode ended off with a Y to the E to the A to the H. No Moesha. That does not smell Moesha. I mean, in my head it does. It doesn't.